This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ah, yes. You know, I've said it before. Damn it, I'll say it again. It just feels a little bit different on a Friday. I think we're going to have a bit of fun today. Coach K back in the house. Two buck chuck, got a little chirpy late yesterday. Uh, check the tapes on that one. Uh, g'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you are listening, we welcome you to our very broad house of worship. And remember, a big hello to the listeners across the SEN network. So SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. I'm working my way down south. Uh, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Uh, you might want to send through your latitudinal, uh, uh, what are they called? Points. <laughs> Is that it? What are they called? Coordinates. That's it. Well done. Good word. Coach K's informed today. At least one of us is. Uh, I should be able to get a game with the Australian cricket team. But anyway, we'll get to that very shortly. Best caller today, $100 cash, all thanks to Tristan and the team at Top Sport. Best text message, it's back. So what have we got for the Who Am I? Do you want to make the Signet Boost Power Bank the Who Am I? The hand cream was such a hit. We'll get to that very shortly as well. Olivolio.store on that one. Remember, the Signet Boost Power Bank, that's going to keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. I know we say it every day, but today I really mean it. I really do. We've got a massive program coming up. So Kenny Callender was his thoughts on the Everest. Big day tomorrow. 45,000 people there at Royal Randwick, and they're turning people away. Not many businesses this day and age will be turning people away, but that's what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, Scotty Woodward, the analyst, he'll be on to have a look at the Pacific Championships and everything else going on in the world of rugby league. RJ Ochoa from the Ocho and SB Nation NFL show. We'll have a chat to him. We've got NFL going on at the moment. We'll keep you updated with that as well. Uh, Staffy and the crew over there at SENZ and the Million Dollar Chase, that's on tonight. So Mark Duclos, uh, Greyhound racing expert. I know Duke from a previous lifetime. Good, good man. So uh, it'd be great to have him on the program. You can be a part of it as well. one 1170 The text line 0457-736-736. We've got a very good talk topic today. Just all that thought that went into it. I think it was about the last 20 seconds before we came on air. All right. Where to start? The Everest. It is tomorrow. It is captured well, I'll go further than New South Wales imagination because the turnover suggests that there's people betting on it all around the globe. So 12 runners, who wins? We'll speak to Kenny Callender about that. But would you believe, would you believe that Peter Volandis is being bullish about the event? See, the Melbourne Cup's old and traditional. <laughs> We're young, vibrant, and, you know, and ready to go. So this is, you know, this is partying, <laughs> being, having a good time and... 
So, and that's what Sydney does better. You we have a good time up here. Oh, there you go. That was on the Today Show. So that was going national. Uh, well done, PVL, on that one. So uh, how are you engaging with the Everest tomorrow? I know we asked earlier in the week, but I think I'll be at the Royal Hotel. What do you mean I think I'll be? I'll be at the Royal Hotel at Camden engaging with the Everest uh, tomorrow afternoon. So come in and say good day and grab a beer and have a bet. Uh, do it responsibly. But how are you engaging with the Everest? Michael Maguire won't be. He's busy. He's got three gigs. So um, that was our talk topic yesterday, Coach K, multitasking, given the fact that – so he's confident that he can commit 100% to the Kiwis. I know he's committed to the Kiwis 100% right now. Hasn't yet signed the deal. Agreed in principle. So – um, when you look at it in this way, and and Madge is saying, yeah, I can do it. So Blues, not a full-time gig. New Zealand, not a full-time gig. Players don't cross over. Times don't cross over. Raiders, full-time gig. Now, that's where Ricky Stewart and the Raiders board, I guess, will come into play and say, yep, Madge, we're happy for you to do that. Or no, Madge, we're, we're not happy for you to do that. That's to be determined. But at this stage, we've had... Uh, no word directly from Greg Peters, but the mail coming out of New Zealand Rugby League is that they are fine with Michael Maguire being the New South Wales Blues coach. Remember, that'll be for 2024. He's got to deal with the New Zealand Kiwis until 2025. So that goes past that. Uh, the Kiwis, that might be an interesting one if Michael Maguire was to pick up a full-time gig in the National Rugby League. But as they say, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Speaking of coaches who appear on this program, Mal Meninga, the Kangaroos coach, has called for sweeping changes to test eligibility. Now, I know Mal's talked about it on this program a number of times. To recap, Australia, England, New Zealand, their Tier 1, Tonga, Samoa, Fiji, France, Papua New Guinea, second tier status. And remember, that relates to the strength not of your team, but of your domestic competition. So New Zealand, you could look at them and say, well, hang on, they've only got one side in the elite competition, and what's their next tier of competition look like at the domestic level? I think there's concerns around that. So uh, Mal pushing for this. What I would like to see is that every player nominates which country they want to play for right at their first registration in the NRL. That way, there is no confusion around who they are eligible for. Murray Taolungi was the issue that we had coming out of the PM's 13 and now playing for Samoa tomorrow night. Liam Martin will be up against him. So Liam Martin's up there having a bit of fun with the Queenslanders. Can you believe it? How does this, how has this happened? Uh, let's hear from Liam Martin, courtesy Danny Widler, Channel 9. Your... Friendly now with the Queensland. Is that a hard thing to do? Befriend them? Oh, no, that's just footy. Like, Come on. You know, honestly, like, um, you know, they're all great guys. Um, you know, they're absolute legends. So uh, once footy's sort of finished and you're off the field, you become mates. And, um, yeah, it's just the same with Australia. Is it hard to have a Queensland friend? That's what we're asking our listeners today. No, we're not. We're not asking that. Shout out to you. Scotty Sattler. Uh, but there you go. So Liam Martin's all set to go. So that's one of the players that is there for the Kangaroos. One of the players that isn't there, Josh Adokar, had the meeting with Phil Gould today. Uh, so we'll learn exactly what comes out of that. He's been uh, in a bit of controversy of late, Josh Adokar. We know that best the best of Josh Adokar, and I'm talking on and off the field, the best of Josh Adokar is very valuable to any team, any club, but uh, they haven't quite had that of late have the Bulldogs. So it'd be very interested to hear what Gus and Josh Adokar 
uh, had to say today in their little sit-down. So all we can say is, come on, the Kangaroos, come on, the Jillaroos, because there's plenty of Australian sides not doing well. And we are no chance of winning the ICC World Cup. There you go, I said it. Uh, they were crushed, the Aussies. We have spoken, what, for the last two days, three days, about the squad, the balance of it, how it's been put together, why it's been put together. And if there was one constant in this side over the course of the last four years, no one has played more games over the course of the last four years than Alex Carey. So what happens last night? No Alex Carey. Josh Inglis comes in. Well done, Josh. I mean, that's congratulations to you, but this is strange. So the George Bailey and Andrew McDonald era has all been about pick and stick, pick and stick. David Warner out of Nick, that pick and stick. Okay, Travis Head was put out for that one, but that was silly. So pick and stick, pick and stick. Uh-oh, in a bit of trouble. Pick and stick, Pat Cummins. Josh Inglis comes in for Alex Carey. So if you want to have a look at the scorecard, oh, it makes for really bad reading. 134 run loss. The star, Quinton de Kock, absolutely amazing. Watched most of that dig. He just hits the ball so cleanly. But here's the scary thing for Australia. So seven for 311, South Africa. And then all out in 40.5 overs for 177. Manus Labashain, 46 off 74. The best of the batsmen there. Best of the bowlers? Best of the bowlers. Glenn Maxwell, two for 34. Off to- Maxie's our best bowler. Not our best spinner. Our best bowler. He's a part-timer. He's a casual. He's a Johnny-come-lately. Here's Pat Cummins after the match. What do you go and say up in the change room there after a, a performance like that, and particularly because none from two? Uh, yeah, I think you might. Um, probably not much needs to be said tonight. I think everyone's hurting. Um, so we've got a few days. The next game's here as well. So we'll group and um, regroup and... Yeah, everyone's hurting, so we'll try and make amends. Sri Lanka in luck now. That's the next challenge for this Australian side who are now out of form and you would think playing with no confidence, which brings me neatly to the Wallabies. Eddie Jones, he's back, committed to Australia, quote-unquote. So he's at the airport, he's being pestered, committed to Australia. Press conference on Monday, going to speak with Rugby Australia. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Phil War, Phil War, CEO of Rugby Australia, who said, no, Eddie, tells me, He has had no contact with Japan rugby officials. But, uh, well, as I said, mate, I'm committed to Australia. But I've got to have a press conference on Monday. So, anyway, we watched that one with a great deal of interest. Tim Zhu, Brian Mendoza, we've talked about that already. But Brian Mendoza, very confident going into Sunday's Super Welterweight World Title Blockbuster. That's up at the Gold Coast Convention and Exhibition Centre. So Zoo 23-0, Mendoza 22-2. and uh, You can get it on KO too, the main event on KO. So, uh, but he did knock down, uh, or see Tim Zoo get knocked down by Terrell Gaucher. Uh, and that, of course, he fought back to win, Timmy Zoo, but Brian Mendoza says he has seen something. George Rose from No Limit Boxing uh, talked about Tim and what might be there beyond this fight for Tim. Let's take a listen. I'm always behind Tim, and for me, it's looking at what the opportunities are either side of that because 
if we want big fights, we've got to look at who's out there and um, showing that Canelo's there. Canelo's a face of boxing. That's why, you know, you can't rule out that opportunity happening. But you, we did see what happened with Charlo. I think the difference with Charlo and Tim is that any opportunity that Tim gets, he puts 100% in. So, you know, I'm, I'm not convinced that was a 100% performance. Um, but if Tim ever got an opportunity like that, you'd see 100% from Tim. And I don't think there's any doubt on that. George Rose there talking before this fight on Sunday that whenever you see Tim Zoo do anything, he's committed to it full time. So we wish him all the best on Sunday. Gareth Southgate is the coach or the manager of England. Uh, I know Coach Kay's got something about this. We've got a game tomorrow morning. Right? This is a friendly uh, Australia at Wembley. The Socceroos at Wembley. Now, yesterday I saw on social media, Gus hitting an Ange Postacoglu turned up. So Arnie had them there. Graham Arnold had them with the team. So we'll hear a little bit about that later on in the program. So there you go. So if it's not the Kangaroos or the Jillaroos, the Socceroos, the Netball Diamonds, they've done it. So uh, that is good news on the back of their win uh, last night against New Zealand. Just before we go to the break, we're going to have a chat with Kenny Callender first up. He'll find us a winner for the uh, Everest. Might even have a look at some of the other races around. Just from Fox Sports, <laughs> Bernie Eccleston has pleaded guilty. Bernie used to run Formula One, and I mean with an iron fist, has pleaded guilty to fraud after failing to declare more than £400 million of overseas assets. So, I mean, I'm as shocked as anyone to think that somehow Bernie Eccleston had a Singapore trust fund that had over $400 million, more, 400 million pounds in it. I mean, to be honest, I'm deeply shocked by that. And he didn't declare it when he had to back in 2015. So there you go. Hidden treasures could be our talk topic for today. It's not. Talk topic for today on this Friday. We have a bit of fun. The casuals, the part-timers, the uh, the Johnny-come-latelys. That's because Maxi at two for 34 off 10 with one maiden. He's our best. He's our best bowler at the World Cup. You know, my casual, the part-timer, Alan Robert Border. That one's for you, Greenkeeping Rooster. January 26th to 30th, 1989, fourth test against the West Indies. Had a bowl. Oh, you should have a bowl, AB. He was skipper. He underbowled himself all the time. He went, oh, right, I'll have a bowl. Seven for 46. And to top it off, four for 50. So 11 for the match. In the second, he just scored the 75 runs, too, at the time. Seven for 46, four for 50 for the part-timer, Alan Robert Border. So send them through. The $100 cash is there, all thanks to Top Sport. You can get it on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can get us on the text line, 0457-736-736. Righto. Let's get going. We've got the Everest coming up tomorrow. We've got Test Rugby League as well. We've got a cricket side that can't get out of their own way. And apparently the Rugby World Cup is on. I think that just about sums it up. Let's get to the break. And after that, we're back with the legendary Kenny Callender.